0: What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in today's episode of Tofu Talk.
1: For those of you who don't know us, we are two Asian-Americans with very different backgrounds that are clearly shown in our personalities.
0: This is a podcast where we'll share our experiences, mistakes, and more. that will hopefully entertain you and maybe even make
1: you think a little. We hope you enjoy the episode.
0: What is going on, Asia?
1: We haven't been on here in a while.
0: I know, long time no talk.
1: Yeah, not li- long time no see.
0: Long time no see. It's been uh about 2 weeks.
1: Yeah, it's been 2 weeks since we've sat down here to actually record something of our typical like uh podcast series.
0: You've changed so much Have in that I? time. Yeah.
1: Really? You don't like me anymore?
0: You no, look like you're 40. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shots fired.
1: Wow. At least I use moisturizer. <laughs> that hurts. Sorry if I hurt your ears with that.
0: Um, so with today's episode, we're really starting off with our new series, which is the Activism series. We
1: didn't figure out a cool name for we didn't figure
0: this. Figure our name yet for Dang
1: this?
0: It. We'll, we'll figure that out. You'll see it when we post about it.
1: We don't have like a cool name. How we, our last series, if you haven't listened to it, we called it the Side Effects series. Yeah,
0: and it was the Identity series.
1: Yeah, this well, one doesn't.
0: It'll have a cool name. Trust me. We'll yeah, we'll it
1: figure it out after we post after we finish recording this episode.
0: But ideally, we're gonna be diving into topics surrounding the subject of activism. Which I think is going to be very uh, educational, informative, and maybe you might even bring on our first guest to the podcast. You'll have to stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But as always, let's take a step back and let's share our yin and our yang of the week. All Asia, right. kick us off.
1: Okay. So yin of the week. Um, what was my yin of the week? It was figuring out how to make a makeshift standing desk. After how many how many months of, of working from home, I finally figured out, oh, this actually isn't that hard. I don't have to buy a standing desk. I can just build one with shelves and boxes that I have uh, in my house.
0: I know you sent me that photo. I was, I was like, dang, creative.
1: It's been awesome, though. I put it right. Um, we have like a door going out, door on the side of our house that goes out to just like a side patio area. And I never thought about just opening up that door, letting the light come in, and then I just stand right in front of that door so I can get some vitamin D while I study about vitamin D. Whoa. I know. I rehearsed that. That's awesome. (laughs) But yeah, no, that honestly has been the highlight of like my past two weeks because I can focus so much better on... Like these lectures that I'm watching and taking notes on my iPad and stuff. It's just been so much nicer to be standing instead of just sitting down and feeling really tired and stuff just something about standing um
0: See, i find that so interesting because like personally for me i go lights off blinds closed into my cave of really? darkness when i study for stuff aggressively oh. so yeah i don't know i guess different strokes different folks you know what i'm saying
1: yeah i guess it's like i'm doing it every day though so i can't just like sh- <laughs> shut down and like go in the basement
0: become uh become what's the word nocturnal <laughs> you know <laughs> why Um, what's your okay yang Yang. of the week
1: um yang of the past two weeks was i wasn't able to see you my buddy my my buddy old pal (laughs) nobody's here to do that yeah no that's yeah it sucks I, i usually get to see you every week uh weekend so that we can record this podcast but you were crushing it last weekend mm-hmm. which i'm sure you'll be able to talk about and let the folks know what you were up to mm-hmm. and why we didn't post an episode last week
0: yeah no i agree that was definitely my yang of the week
1: wait yang or yin
0: my yang of the week was not seeing you as well oh, okay okay gotcha. um missed you Oh, so sappy on this podcast. Shut up. Um, Yang of the week was that I'm or, sorry, Yin of the week that I'm a savage. Um, last weekend, I did the David Goggins 4x4x48 challenge. Obviously, you know this. Um, but to all the listeners, it's basically four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So, you know, sleep deprivation, obviously, obviously, are physically taxing on the body
1: because that's a total of how many miles
0: 48 miles
1: 48 yeah. miles in 48
0: hours yep and then up here in boston it was you know you know those midnight and 4 a.m runs and even the 8 a.m runs it's you know seven or ten degrees out and when we're doing these runs it's you know freezing cold um so that was the end of the week was getting through that doing. i still it, can't my believe buddy. you
1: finished that
0: well what do you mean you can't believe i finished no that?
1: not that i can't believe i'm i'm very i was very confident in you going into yeah. that uh, going into that challenge on you started on Friday evening. Yep, Friday and it went went all the way until Sunday afternoon o'clock. evening. Mm-hmm. I I never doubted that you could finish it, but in my mind, it's still like that is a feat. Like that's that was something to that. I think that was more mentally taxing than anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I only slept about three hours, so Dang. that was hard. And then also I. I don't know what happened to my body, whether it was food poisoning or gas or stress-induced, but I had cramps the entire time, and I'd never cramp when I run. So it was another factor I was dealing with, it was it was definitely uh, definitely callousing the mind. But that would be the yin of the Everyone's like, that's your yin of the week? That sounds like torture. That's, that's the Torture the during week. it, but... Rewarding after. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah, sounds like we had a, both uh, pretty exciting stuff we've been working on
1: standing desk and running standing 48 desk. miles
0: <laughs> <The same laughs> a little thing. different um
1: but good in their own ways
0: exactly so now asia let's dive into the topic today which is
1: we're gonna start off nice and simple what is activism
0: you think it's simple i think that question can be very complex
1: okay so we'll, we'll debate that then or it, we'll talk
0: about yeah it. what is activism asia do you want to answer this question
1: I don't have a dictionary in front of me, but what do I believe activism is? I believe activism is actually, I like the fact that it has the word act in it mm-hmm. because a lot of the times we can care about issues, but I think the big difference between caring about issues and doing something about it, that's kind of what describes activism.
0: Agreed, 100%. It's
1: acting on those desires or those. Issues that really bother you, like you know these things are going on in the world, and it's frustrating, and everyone hates it, and everyone wants the world to be a better place, but it's actually acting on those issues and doing something about it.
0: Agreed. I and and I don't want to sound like I come from like a moral high ground here, but I think the difference between caring about an issue and being an activist for that issue is. To, I mean, to me, it almost describes the person I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, everybody cares about uh, something bigger than them. Some of these issues that are going on, everyone cares. Nobody, you know, nobody likes seeing global warming happen. No one likes, you know, all the different, uh, I guess, just, just uh, oppression issues going on in the world. No one, no one is, is okay with any of these things. But if you're not acting and trying to help, you know, figure out these problems... I mean, you're you're just. What are you doing? What's I, I, that's just the way I look at it. To be, to be honest, so that's um,
1: interesting. You say it. If you're not
0: um, acting on it, I don't know. It's just
1: right. I think it does, and that kind of brings up the question um, of like, why do certain people see, seem to care more than others? That's a hard question to answer. I think, in some ways,
0: I think I can answer it from my own.
1: Yeah, um, let me ask you that question. So why do you think? That certain people seem to care more or do care more yeah. based on their work and activism or just how they how they uh, try to help the world with whatever their capacity is.
0: Yeah. So just for for my own perception for my my life, I've obviously always cared about all of these about. There's so many issues that are going on that I've obviously you know you know i think i was in environment i think i was you know recycling and doing things like are well i think i was being you know being polite, whatever it might have been where i thought i was like you know i i did always care for different situations that were going on but over the last 18 24 months i think i've taken more of an active role in I guess being act being an activist for some of the things that I'm believing or that I'm working to, to try to battle, um, such as you know being vegan and the anti animal oppression movement, all these different different aspects. I think the reason that I didn't I wasn't as active before versus me being active now. I don't think it's that I didn't know what to do because everyone has Google and everyone knows how to look up different things. I don't think it was that um, uh, I didn't care any. Less, like I think I st- I still cared just as much back then. I think it had to do with being very lazy uh, and being very selfish. I think it was me, me almost being like, hey, I know I'd rather sleep in an extra hour than go to that, you know, then try to do something good or something like that. Or when it even comes to now, a lot of my activism I think is just based on my social media, and it's like, oh, instead of like I was so much, I cared so much about what people would think about what I was posting. That I was like, oh, I can't post this because like X, Y, or Z might be, think I'm a like a loser for posting this or whatever, and it was just the dumbest reasons. But I think those are a lot of the big headwinds that people face when it comes to activism. Like I have friends messaging me stuff all the time, like on Instagram or like reply to my stuff, but never, never, never see them post it. I know they care about it, but why don't they do it? Because they think about what other people think about them, I think. Mm. That makes sense. That's a lot.
1: (laughs) No, that makes sense. I think that was good that you brought up the social media aspect because social media is such a huge component of activism Mm -hmm. and raising awareness on a worldwide scale. And there's so much power you can have just from your phone these days. Whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, those aren't the only ways to be an activist, but it's honestly some of the easiest, like ways to be an activist um, in today's world. I feel like.
0: Yeah, the, I don't even want to get. I mean, there's so many things when it comes to social media. That, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm if I'm as big a fan of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just like for example, I was giving example with kind of the the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. When they tell that, I forget what the day was exactly. When everyone posted the black boxes on their Instagram pages and whatnot, and it was like there's just people who literally posted that one thing because everybody else did it, and it was they thought it was socially acceptable, and I've never seen them post anything ever again, ever, like ever.
1: Right. right. And that's
0: where I'm going back to the whole thing where everyone cares. Right. Everybody cares, but everyone, too many people, care about what other people think of them, Mm. and I think that's what is a huge headwind towards any of these activist movements by far is the fact that people just care about what other people think
1: Mm -hmm. what is the term i'm i know the first part of it is performative performative activism have you heard that term Mm -mm. before it's basically whoops i just spit on the mic um performative activism i think it's performative activism but it's it's basically posting like that black square but not actually investing time in educating yourself on the issue it's just it's what it sounds like performative right you're putting on this performance to show you're like you're with it you're you're cool with like this uh this movement movement and and you agree with it but are you actually doing the work behind the scenes behind Mm -hmm. just that black square um and like you had mentioned it was just everyone was posting it. So I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll just post it too. Because like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree with this. Mm -hmm. And like, I want to make everyone aware that I am not against this. Um, But it's actually what what can we do? That's more than just posting the black square. So I like that you pointed out that issue with social media, because social media has its, it's a double edged sword. Yeah, it can be both good and bad with, making ourselves feel like we're doing something okay well, cool i reposted that check that off the box but did i actually dive deep did i actually make a difference in my own understanding mm-hmm. like did i actually go and read that book that i just reposted about
0: and, I, and that goes back to the whole question here which is why do some people care more than others mm-hmm. and i think that's
1: i think helpful. you named two good ones
0: what do you th- I mean what do you think why do you think some people care more than others
1: i think sometimes people get overwhelmed with the gravity of how many issues there are in the world you feel overwhelmed with oh my gosh animals are dying every day what do i even do uh the climate's changing what do i even do um black people are getting shot left and right what Mm -hmm. do i do about that like i'm just one person i don't know which issue to care about how do i choose one do I choose all of them? Mm -hmm. And then give my energy a little bit to each one. So I think it's sometimes that decision, which one should I associate myself with? And really, even if I believe in many of them, which one am I going to give my energy to? And I think that can go for, that. that's the same with like, even choosing a career. It's like, you might be interested in a lot of things, but how do you make that decision? It's almost the hardest part. It's like, How do I decide what I'm going to put my energy and time to?
0: And you think that overwhelms people to the point where they're just like none?
1: I think so because I think that's how I can feel a lot of the times as somebody who does try to be an activist as much as I can. Mm -hmm. I get overwhelmed with how many issues there are that I want to put my energy towards and to help. And that can sometimes make me even—it's like analysis paralysis by analysis. Yep. I am like, oh my gosh, I got to do this, this, this. Donate to this. Read this book.
0: Watch this movie. Look this. at
1: this. Uh, read about uh, the things that this person was posting about on their Instagram. Before I can like, uh, like really fully understand this and post about it on my on my own Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like it's a lot of things to do um and that can often lead to inaction
0: yeah i like that i guess moving moving on um in regards to activism like why do you think someone should be an activist i think the i mean I think the answer could be very simple um but i guess why like, the thing i don't like about the word activist is I, I think people are like you're either an activist or you're not, mm. right? Where I, I think I don't think that's what, I think it's the same thing saying you're either a human being or you're not. It's like mm-hmm. it's just what you should it's just what you should be doing as a person.
1: It's actually like how we discussed in a previous episode about like, am I an environmentalist? What constitutes an environmentalist? Mm-hmm. I care about the planet, but am I doing everything I possibly can? So I don't know if I'm a, I'm at that level of being an environmentalist. So Sometimes these labels, they can be helpful, but they can also be a little bit harmful. Yeah. Because they make people feel like, oh, I'm not there yet, or I'm not good enough to be that.
0: And just go back to kind of the social media thing. Like, you see people put in their bios, like, activist. It's like, I get it. Like, maybe you're a little more active than everybody else, but I think everyone, to an extent, should be an activist to a certain degree. People aren't, I'm saying. So, I guess Mm -hmm. that's why there is that label, but... I just don't. And that that's something I find kind of interesting as well. Is that like I don't? I'm not like, hey, I'm John. I'm an activist, but I always think I'm a very um, right, m- like moral person when it comes to pursuing different different movements and such.
1: But so, for example, somebody like uh, Earthling Ed, who dedicates his life's work. Life. his job is to be an activist. That's,
0: yeah, because it's different. So that
1: is, would you say, like, that's somebody who actually is an activist?
0: Yes, I mean, obviously, but, but that's not, I don't think he's an activist because that's his job. I think he's an activist because he cares.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Right? And then I think for him, it's like, because he devoted his whole life to being an activist, that's what he's going to use as his label, for example, where, like, obviously, like, if it's like, I don't know, like for me, like, I'm a, like, oh, like, what's your job? Like, what's your profession? I'm a consultant, but I'm not like, I don't say, hey, I'm John, I'm a consultant. Mm. I'm like, hey, John, like, I'm a human being, like, mm. first, and then mm-hmm. I do other things. I'm an athlete, I'm an activist, I'm a vegan, I'm a Asian, and I'm Chinese, like, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I think that's where it's interesting, but like, yeah, for, I mean, that's just profession, so it's different, right? But I, I find it interesting when people, like, it's not their profession, there's like, whatever, activists, it's like, it's like, is that ne- is necessary to like? Like, you have to tell people you're an activist. I think you just show them through your actions almost. Oh, do I'm not like a hater on it. No, I am not a hater I all. know.
1: Are you hating no, right no,
0: now? No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a hater at all. I just, I, I just think, like, I'm saying, like, in a perfect world, I wish people didn't have to do that. Because uh, I wish, every, to, I wish everybody was just you wish it was just other.
1: a given. That, yeah, yeah. I, 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 in a perfect I see world, that. you know what I mean. I understand what you mean.
0: We're far from that point, though. Yeah. Um. So okay, so I guess to, so we answered the question why should why should I be an activist? Mm-hmm. How how do I I guess for for a lot of us maybe all you guys listening, you know, um, I know obviously a lot of our base is people our age, you know, in the you know lower twenties or whatnot or even older people. It doesn't really matter, I guess, what age you are. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are obviously vegans. Um, there's ways to be an activist without being vegan, but um, I guess how can someone who right now is listening, they're nodding their head, they're like, yeah, like I care about all these things, but you're right, like, I'm not as active as I should be. Maybe because of the reasons we listed off, or maybe because they're super busy with their own life and they haven't had time to go out and do certain things. How can they be more active? How can they, can they be more of an activist?
1: Mm. I think it's like with anything that you want to do in life, you have to schedule it in. Agreed. And I understand people are different levels of like just mental capacity you never know what somebody's mental health is especially during this time with covid that makes you literally incapable to care for other issues other than just yourself because you're taking care of yourself right you you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of others
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's that's the whole activist burnout that a lot of people have experienced, especially in this past year Um, with Black Lives Matters, with all the social justice movements, people can experience major burnout from uh, being activists. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another thing maybe we can talk about as well. But, um, sorry, the question was How, how to be an activist. Yeah.
0: How would you get started?
1: Okay. How do you get started? I personally think that you can be... You can, you can care about multiple issues and act on all of them in small ways. I agree. And it doesn't have to be anything huge or, or like, gigantic. Like, you don't have to donate $100 to this organization, like, $100 here, there, there, there. Maybe that's not what you're capable of doing right mm-hmm. now. But maybe, like, for example, I wanted to support activists who are doing the things and have the platform that I don't. So, for example, I signed up to be part of uh, Earthling Ed's Patreon. So, yeah, exactly, and you too. Mm -hmm. So that's my way of, okay, let me just, it's such a small amount every single month that I donate, but at least I know that, okay, every single month, and I just have it on auto, right? So it's not even like a decision, right? Taking away the amount of decisions you have to make is so good. And that's kind of like even more of a productivity tip, just eliminating decisions, Mm -hmm. the amount of decisions you have to make every day. So if you can automate something, that's a great way to be an activist. So just every month you have it set up to donate this much to this organization. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. But what I was saying earlier about scheduling it in, just as you schedule in time to FaceTime your friend, scheduling in time to... Uh, do your homework or to exercise. Just scheduling in maybe like ten minutes to read a book that somebody suggested uh, to learn more about uh, how to be an anti-racist. Mm-hmm. You know, so ten minutes, right? And if we don't have ten minutes of our day, then to devote to that. But we have an hour to devote to Netflix. scrolling. Yeah, exactly. Being on Netflix. Like, are we actually being true to ourselves? Are we being honest with ourselves about what we care about? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, all of this has to do with you You do have to take care of your own mental state. And I just want to reiterate that because if you're trying to, that saying, you're trying to fill from or pour from an empty cup, like it's not going to work and you're going to feel even more burnt out. So you do have to make sure you're okay in order to help other people. But scheduling it into your... Daily life, weekly life, I think that's a good place to start. Maybe pick out three things, three organizations, three causes that you want to learn more about. Just 10 minutes a day.
0: It's an easy, easy, slow start way. I was going to be more like, you know, go on Google and find different movements, you know, different, I guess, uh, organizations or whatnot that you could volunteer for, that you can help out. or. Um, I know, I like that. I think that's the, the what you said was kind of the best way because... If you're listening and you're like how do I start to act because you do care I think it's definitely smart as you said to start off slow or devote what you can, give what you can and then um, I'm telling you once you start doing it it's going to feel like a a wildfire So um, I know for for you and I a big thing for our activism right now obviously just devoting time to other things but we do use social media as a way to do so Um, sharing content on stuff we see obviously the big um i know for both of us the big thing you know big movement that we're very active in is is, is veganism is the anti you know um, anti-oppression towards animals movement so um we do push a lot about that try to you know get other people to to see what we see and kind of believe what we believe in regards to you know stop slaughtering animals stop animal agriculture you know, bad practices all this kind of stuff um but there's all, a lot of other ways you can. Um, I think. I think people think a lot of times that they can't make an impact, right? I think that's been a, a kind of a a a big um, headwind. Everyone's like, "Oh, I'm just one person. Like, what am I gonna do? Like, it just you know it doesn't make a big impact." But even just as an example, and this isn't like to toot my own horn or anything, but when I did the challenge this past weekend with Dan, we started a fundraiser just. We were like, we didn't do the challenge for the fundraiser, but we we're like, hey, we're, we're gonna do this. Why not? Why not try to raise money for something? And we ended up raising like over two thousand dollars. Just I'm two of you guys. Just posting on Instagram. Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
0: Like literally posting on Instagram and nothing else. It's like we can all make such an impact mm-hmm. if we just put the time into it. And it's I'm saying again, I hate time. I mean, we're talking. I was posting Instagram stories and like just random things like that. Of like when we were running. But, like, we're getting people just messaging us, like, hey, we just donated, like, thank you, lovely you guys are doing whatever it might have been, and it's just such a very simple thing. We can all help, and if we all do our part, it's going to make, you I mean, we can move mountains.
1: I think it, it, I really, really think that was a great example to bring up, because it shows just between you and Dan, and you each have about, like, a thousand Instagram followers, mm-hmm. um, and i mean instagram followers yeah that's one thing but like people it was your friends and family who yeah. were donating um money
0: i mean the, i thought it was interesting there was people that i didn't talk to for years like we had a buddy from like we, we knew from college that we haven't talked to in, in literally five years he gives like a hundred bucks i was like dude like thank you so much like i do like i don't know like people come out of everywhere and, and it's if you just I, believe yeah. in people it,
1: mm-hmm. it helps i think it's also true that if you don't Uh, if you don't communicate like what you're doing, that's another thing I even struggle with. Sometimes um, I get, I mean, and all of these things that we're talking about, these are things that we can work on Mm -hmm. as well. Absolutely. Um, And I'm not just like just preaching this to everyone else. Like I'm saying this for myself too. Um, Don't care about what everyone thinks. Mm -hmm. Like put yourself out there. I think you, you actually inspire me a lot because you put your face on your Instagram stories. I'm not, Confident in doing that, but I would like to do that eventually and mm-hmm. really, like, speak out more using my voice, using my face. Like, I think that can be a roadblock for a lot of people too. They're like, oh, I'm not confident to like be on camera. Um, but when you start to think about who you're doing this for, aka, the victims, it's not even about you. You're just a vehicle to get this message out,
0: yeah, one hundred percent,
1: right? Like you're just the messenger. <laughs>
0: I think the thing I realized is I've realized, like, obviously, we, like, we're we all, I think the thing that made me have confidence in talking on my Instagram stories and whatnot is it's twofold. Like, yes, we're all individuals. We all make a big impact. At the same time, like, I'm just like, I'm just one person. No one really cares about what I'm going to say. <laughs> let me just say it because, like, it's not going in a history book. It's right. not going to be, you know, all of the news. It's It'll be there like, for
1: 24 hours.
0: Exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll just post this, whatever. Like, I'll look at a Canadian. I'm like, well, yeah, oh well. And he's like, send it, cause like, who cares? That's so
1: true. I think it has a lot to do with that. In it has to do with the narratives you tell yourself. Yeah. Of like, if you constantly tell yourself, oh, everyone's gonna think I'm weird, or like, I, oh, my face looks weird in that shot, or like, my voice sounds weird. You're never going to post anything. You're never going to do anything, honestly.
0: And and honestly, if you think your face looks weird in that shot or your voice looks weird in that thing, it looks weird anyways. <laughs> it looks weird no matter what. It's not just that shot. Figure it out.
1: <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> Gosh, I thought we were trying to gas people up right now, not, all, not bring them down. You're
0: all beautiful people. I love
1: you. <laughs> you are. Let's see your face on your Instagram story
0: um, and in real life. So I think that was pretty good. Just an overview of, yeah. of anything else you kind of want to talk about in regards. I, mean, I think
1: we did a good job of just.
0: Very high level.
1: Yeah. High level. What is activism? How do we try to really act out our, our beliefs and things that bother us? How do we take action on those things? Uh, just taking baby steps, making small commitments throughout the week, setting aside time to read about things cuz honestly a lot of activism is first understanding the issue. Mm-hmm. We can't act on something we don't understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Um and it's a balance, right? You you want to understand things, but you don't want to get so caught up in that analysis paralysis by analysis. Um so it is a fine line of like how much do I educate myself before I act, right? True. So it's finding that that sweet spot. But um, I definitely, one last tip is if you're on Instagram, definitely follow, there's so many amazing accounts that really synthesize information and explain things in like simple, easy to understand informational posts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is what you have time for. You just have time to go to your three favorite uh, activist accounts um, and read the, their latest posts. And that's your source of information for the day. And that's okay. Maybe you didn't have time to pick up that book, but you had time to go check Instagram, see what they posted. Okay. At least you know a few more things about the issues. Yep. It's just steps like that, um, that that you build on. I'm with you. Mm-hmm.
0: If you don't have time to listen to a 30-minute podcast like ours, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of good resources on, on Instagram. But if you do have time to listen to a 30-minute podcast like ours, stay tuned. We're going to have some great episodes coming up here in the next few weeks also don't forget check out last week's episode we talked about the um, racism that's been going on around the U.S. um, towards Asian Americans um, which obviously is a a big impact on both of us Um, and we tagged some resources in that uh, that bio that uh, podcast episode as well so follow along with all that information and stay tuned Anything? Anything else for the people? Uh,
1: last thing, please feel free to DM us um, with any questions that you'd like us to answer pertaining to activism mm-hmm. in whatever social justice justice movement. Um, I got some great feedback from my cousin, shout out Alex, uh, who gave me some ideas of what to talk about on future episodes, and that definitely uh, motivates us to really focus our energy and create better content for. Uh, you guys
0: yeah we so
1: feel free to always dm us um comment on our posts or anything with ideas or critical feedback too we love it all positive negative whatever you want all right all righty thanks everyone
0: Bye. bye